What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 48 of Shoe Booty Sports. That's the Daryl Johnston episode. Going way back for that one. Moose. Moose, uh, back when they had fullbacks in football. Three-time Super Bowl champ for the Cowboys. So, yeah. That's the most famous 48 I could think of. But I'm Graham Powell, the host of Shoe Booty Sports, along with co-host Bradley Brown. Yeah, I'm here this week. Uh, yeah, had the week off. I got stuck doing this solo last week. It's, I was curious what it would be like doing solo, but it, I'm good on it. I'll do it again if I have to, but it wasn't fun. So it's, it's much easier with somebody else to talk and I can take breaks in between and breathe and, you know, have a sip of water or something like that. But anyway, grandpa Bradley Brown over there. Quick shout out to our sponsor, Rhino Races. Here's the shirt here. RhinoRaces.com. Rhino Races offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. Visit their website for details and how to how to run all five of those races, or as in track it with your fitness app and screenshot your results. Submit it there on the website at RhinoRaces.com, and they ship you your award by mail rhinoraces.com they also have a gear section with t-shirts wristbands decals and more again rhinoraces.com sign up today run at your convenience track your results with your fitness app submit them there on the website and they send you your award by mail and shoe sports you can find us on spotify apple and google Podcasts, the wisdom app check us out on youtube subscribe to the youtube channel and follow us on twitter at shoe booty sports so the there are Two unbeaten teams left in the NFL after three weeks, just two unbeaten teams. And who would have predicted it being the Dolphins and Eagles? Both with Alabama quarterbacks who were there at the same time as well and with their top wideouts, essentially. Well, I don't know about top wideout for top wideouts. We'll say that. Very good receivers also. Alabama receivers. Of course, the Eagles and Dolphins are what we're talking about. Who of those two do you like better? Man, I kind of like the Eagles better. better. I kind of like the Eagles better. Yeah. I don't know. It's gut feeling. I'm just going to go with my gut. I like the Dolphins better just because I I mean, the, the Eagles have impressed me. Don't get it twisted, but the Dolphins have played tougher competition. I mean, beating the beating Buffalo. I mean, that's how I know you're for real. Eagles squeaked out a close game in week one. I don't even remember who it was against. You know, it wasn't like a top tier team, though. But they, they played. They, haven't they played two road games and Dolphins play two home, two home games? Possibly, but none of those games the Eagles played were against the Bills. So that, that's what I'm thinking of. Like that that's how I know you're for real. Like you showed up and you beat Buffalo, who the experts consider is the best team in the league. So I'd I'd say you're they're more proven of the of the two, but I do like the Eagles. I, I like what they've done. And they're all, at least seemingly only going to get better with all those draft picks they have coming. Oh. So yeah, and Gosh, and, and wide receiving core for both teams is just stacked. You know, Dolphins, obviously, Tyreek Hill and Waddle, who 
that that's already like an all time touchdown dance if you want to, or celebration for sure waddle yeah. already and then of course Devonte smith and aj brown over for over for philly and that's a that's a tough that that's a tough receiving core to guard if you're any secondary in the league but of the two J, uh, just going to the quarterbacks jalen hurts is very much impressed me. I completely whiffed on him. I didn't see him as a pro quarterback. I saw him in I saw him in the NFL, not as a consistent starting quarterback. Maybe like a guy. I said this last week. Just I assumed he'd be a guy you could bring in, like Kaepernick was early in his 49er days. You know, just have like a package just for him that you come in and run, <clears throat> like wildcat type of option. You know, that, that can be a throwing threat, not a guy that could be a consistent starting quarterback in the NFL. And he's just another example of proving that he, you don't have to have this certain type of skill set or play a certain type of way to be a successful quarterback in the league. Now uh, you just don't, you just got to utilize his strengths. And that's what, that's what the Eagles are doing, man. And it's, he's fun to watch. And obviously, being a running threat like that does open up the passing game. But he is—he's gotten—he keeps getting better at throwing the football and being smart with the football. To me, he is the way too early MVP of the league right now. At three weeks in, Jalen Hurts has got to be like the MVP, right? Of course, we did this last year with Kyler. You know, after three weeks, Kyler Murray was the MVP of the league. So, of course, we're acknowledging it's the way too early. MVP prediction, but three weeks in, it does matter as far as getting ready, you know, playoff seating down the line, all that. Uh, to me, it's Jalen Hurts. Who, who's been more, who's been more impressive to you or who is, who would you say is the MVP after three weeks, the way too early MVP prediction. It's gotta be like Jalen or uh Tua, right? Carson wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's gotta be one of those two, but I mean, I don't think they're going to keep it up. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I could see Hurts keeping it up, but I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think either one either one of the two is going to end up with it. But that's not the question, though. <laughs> but you you said, it, yeah, I I would agree with Hurts. Like, like I think we both would kind of say. I mean, not neither one will probably be the league MVP. Uh, although I don't know, Jalen has. He's shown steady improvement just since since coming into the league. Yeah, I, I don't know how many. I don't have a prediction for how many they're going to win or anything like that. But I could, I could see him. I think his numbers would be better than Tua's. Like Tua did throw six touchdowns. Uh, you know, Sunday. Well, not Sunday, but the Sunday before that, it was a much tighter game and lower scoring game this past Sunday against Buffalo. Which you're not throwing six touchdowns against Buffalo's defense. No. But like with that receiving core, they I mean, two is set up to be successful. And Jalen is too, and they're putting him in position. But I, I've just been more impressed with Jalen Hurts and the things he's done on the ground with his legs too. You know, Tua hasn't done that. But I mean he's but Miami's not asking him to do that either. <clears throat> well, that's a big part of Jalen Hurts' game. Yeah, I I've just I've been 
pretty blown away by Jalen Hurts these first first few weeks. But yeah, it, it's of those two. If they're meeting up, uh, if they're meeting up, I would pick the Dolphins just because I like them just overall. But I mean, the Eagles may be the most balanced team in the league too. Got a got a great great offensive line, solid defensive line, pretty stacked all around. I mean, they they're they look legit three weeks in. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, of course, way way too early. But three weeks in, I like what I see from them. I'd say they're clearly the team in that division. But of, of course, right. Although, hey, Dallas and New York two and one now. But, Watch out! Watch yeah, out. Cooper Cooper Rush, uh, two. Two and zero this season as the starter of the Cowboys. Um, and did you catch much of the game last night, Dallas and New York? I did like the Giants' old unis, like the throwback unis. Yeah, I mean, you need to hit the yawn I'm, button. No, not gonna do it. There is no yawn button. There's just a cough button. Not with that attitude. Yeah, true, but. No, I, I mean, I watched the game here and there. I had my top golf league last night, so no sound on. I, I watched it whenever I, uh, you know, remembered to pay attention to it whenever it wasn't my turn. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. To me, all the Giants uniforms look the same, no matter if they do throwback or <laughs> whatever else. I mean, I, I don't get it. So it's basically a difference in the helmets. Mostly. In the helmet, yeah. No, like so. the uh, there's a lot more white. It seems. Well, no. I don't, yeah, I don't know. You're you're kind of right. It's just the di- it's it's the difference in the helmet, mainly. It's like a glossier blue, I want to say, with like the Eli helmets is what I essentially refer to them as now. With some with some sparkles in there too. Yeah, and then you got the LT and um, you know Phil Sims darker blue helmets, which is with the Giants lettering. I liked it though. I mean, it, it was a, it's different. So I I, I dug it. I mean, some of them they sometimes they switch with the uh, the NY and the in between the NY and the Giants. So I mean, that's a that's a different look. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty much. <laughs> but Saquon Barkley looks back. I mean, he looks like he's all the way back. What do you do if you're them and it's time to pay him? You know, it's time to pay him. He's still on like his rookie deal. Um, I'm, I still I would just know. not. I wouldn't pay him. I mean, I I don't know. I wouldn't either. I just wouldn't overpay for a running back in this league today. You can get so many. You can get so many other ones just at a discount. Look at Tony Pollard and Zeke. Take okay, taking money out of it completely, just not even thinking about their contracts. Who would you rather have, Pollard oh, or Zeke, right now? For the last two seasons, Pollard. Yeah, I I don't know about last two. Well, not two seasons, but especially last season, Pollard. But this season, this season, right now, yeah, again, definitely Pollard. Pollard. Now you can say, I mean, he's just the he's the better back for really whatever you're, what they're trying to do at least. You know, get to the outside. I mean, Zeke could be like your bruiser back kind of thing. <laughs> but like last year, they were forcing Zeke the ball. Like well, like when they were running it, they would force it to Zeke, 
Cause like, we're paying him all this money. We're going to get something out of it. It's like, like, uh, like some people do when they go to a fancy restaurant, they pay all this money for this food that has all these courses that they essentially just kind of have to force some of it down. At least they, they shouldn't, but that's what they do because oh, I paid all this money. So I don't want it to go to waste. That's kind of what you're doing with Zeke basically or did last year. This year, it's definitely more by committee. And Pollard, I don't know if he's gotten more carries. I don't know how even the split has been. But it seems like Pollard has been the guy. Just with the... Again, I think it's been a fairly even split, but as far as who's getting first carries, Pollard's been the priority. And... Yeah, and Pollard you're paying him a lot less. But like I said, it, even taking money out of it, I would I would take Tony Pollard right now. Especially for what they're trying to do. But Zeke did at least have a fairly decent fantasy game. Well, you know, pre- he had a fairly decent game last night. And I'm guessing you have him. I have him, but this is the first week I put him on my bench. So, because he did... Next to nothing, first two weeks. And I lost by like five points. And the guy put in his place was outscored. Zeke outscored him by like nine or ten. So, of course, that's how my season's gone. I lost by five points uh, during my so far undefeated season because of uh, Montgomery got injured. Yeah, that one. uh, His backup played well. Oh, yeah. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, he played right. Helps you out a lot, right? But I am one and two now. Not that anybody cares, but I would have never guessed it by looking at your team at the start of the season. But that, you're smiling. I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not. No, I mean I'm I'm for real. Your team looks stacked. Yeah, but it looked it did look stacked. But that, my my team that I felt so so about is just crushing it so far. So hopefully they keep that up. But see, that's what worried me. Some of the most confident teams I like I've ever been going into a season have been some of my worst so I don't know if that just means I don't know what you know I'm talking about or what probably could be but we still have a sports show so there's that we must know what we're talking about right all right and other notable games Bucks at Packers recap now did that not look like two veteran quarterbacks playing uh playing against each other was that the Sunday night game? I thought that or was, was like the, no, like yeah, the it was, afternoon game. It right? was. It was the afternoon game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that just looked sure like. I caught a nap sometime in the second quarter. But Well, you got tired. You, you didn't get interested in all the dinking and dunking? No, dude. Just the, <laughs> like the audible at the line and then, uh, you know, five yard out or hit them in the flat or, you know, it was just these. It looked like the same team playing against each other essentially at least offensively (laughs) but it's yeah you'd have to be real technically just really into football to to have been really into that game i I was into it just because it's brady and rogers but even i was like throw the ball downfield a little bit like somebody take a shot yeah, you know, the only time Rodgers would take a shot, it seemed like, was you know when he does the Rodgers thing. Like I got him off sides. So. Get him off sides. We'll, we'll throw forty one. yards. Yeah, I'm gonna chunk one down the field, which that's where a lot of his big plays come from. Some of his best throws are 
or like that. But the, yeah, I mean, the Packers looks like they're back on track. They're at least consistent. They don't play well in week one and then they come back and, you know, win games after that. So they're continuing to do that. Okay. The Sunday night game. Okay. Here it is. Here's another just, uh, this one was even more uh, strange to me. Uh, Niners and Broncos. Broncos somehow are two and one right now, and they did it with an eleven to ten win over Jimmy G's Niners. And a lot of people, myself included, figured Jimmy G was going to give them a better chance to be successful this season. And he still probably will be, yeah. you know. But but you did see. Watching the game, you're like, okay, I can see why they went with Trey Lance. They they were like, we're at least gonna see what we have. And you could see you could see why just watching that. And of course, him stepping in the out of the end zone for the safety, that was one thing. But he just he did what Jimmy G does. He just he missed some throws. He made some, but he missed some too. And yeah, that's that that was my takeaway from seeing him out there was I can see why they decided we're at least going to see what we have with Trey Lance and just go from there. Yeah, I think they should have just uh, went with Debo at quarterback. <clears throat> just went back to last year. I mean, he j- just get the deep get the ball to Debo somehow. You know, get it to him somehow and. I, I like that they're continuing to utilize him. I don't know. I, I know he reportedly doesn't like it, but he's more effective that way. He's just too good of a player to not get him the ball in different ways. But, yeah, that was – and, like, the Broncos, <clears throat> offensively, this was the Packers, you know, That's offensive right. coordinator who's their head coach now, and Rodgers w- was real high on. And now you got Russell Wilson in, you're thinking, man, okay, we're going to get the offense together. And it is just not. But they're still somehow two and one. So, good, I, good, I guess. But I'm not that excited if I'm a... Uh, yeah, I don't think Broncos they're that fan. good. I don't... <laughs> now, Eli had the line of the night. I didn't see it. but Because I was, I was working in the kitchen for a lot of the game. But Eli apparently saying they should have paid the what is, they should have paid the punter two hundred and thirty million or whatever it was that that was pretty good that was a pretty good line by Eli. Did you see any of his Chad Powers? Yeah, work out at Penn State. Yeah, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. Think fast. <clears throat> think fast. Be fast. Think fast. Be fast. That was me and my. I don't half know how any. Thing. I don't know how anybody believed that he was. He was college age. I mean, just don't believe it. Well, one of the guys there. He's and like, how, how do you guy, not recognize 32? him? Yeah, you're in college football and you don't recognize Eli Manning. Like, get out of here. Well, it's kind of I don't know. He he had a he had an interesting disguise, man. I wouldn't have known what to think. You would have thought, hey, that guy looks a lot like Eli Manning. <laughs> I would have been like, I I I don't know what like. <laughs> Something's going on here. Like, I mean, I would have been. I mean, here's a six five, six six guy, you know, coming in and can, and can throw. I would have been like, hey, okay, this guy's played or 
replaced somewhere. Something's going on. I would have been able to figure something out, I think. But okay, the did the Rave okay, Ravens won, right? So aren't they two and one now? Yeah. Yep. All right. Should so, be three and oh, but yeah, they Miami made that miraculous comeback. Well, how yeah, how good can Lamar Jackson be? And for for how long? Can he have like a, a better than Vic career? And and of course we're naturally making the comparison to Mike Vick because Michael Vick was the only person that was as big, you know, at least as big or, or close to as big of a running threat as Lamar was and could throw it mm-hmm. and could still throw. Lamar can throw. You know, he I knew Lamar could play. I didn't think he was accurate enough in college to be, you know, a consistent starting quarterback in the in the league. And a lot that's of another we're in that boat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another one I whiffed on. But I, I whiffed hard on that one. Uh Lamar Lamar's great. He's he's been nothing but great. He'll probably be the highest paid player in the league when it's his when it is time to get paid. If, yeah, if he keeps it up, there's no reason why he shouldn't be. And that's clearly what he's wanting. He's wanting the only thing that stalled it getting a deal was he wanted all that guaranteed money, which, by the way, another reason all the owners around the league hate the Browns owners right now, or owner, because they gave, because it's like, well, you just set the tone for what we have to deal with now. Yep. People are going to want nothing but guaranteed contracts. But, yeah, I mean, you can understand why Lamar Jackson would say that it's not practical to ask that of an or you know of the franchise i want everything guaranteed but you can also if you're a lamar jackson point and say well this guy is has all these legal issues and he's got 230 million guaranteed i'm a stand-up dude i don't get in trouble i come in i do my work i'm better at it than almost everybody and i'm better at it the way I do it than anybody else on the planet. So he's got an argument. Oh, he's got a big, yeah, he's got a good <laughs> argument. And you're going to have to pay him because what's your alternative, right? I mean, like, what are you going to do? All right, well, 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 I know that there's a lot of quarterbacks in this year's draft coming out, but or in next year's draft, I mean. But, you know, you're not going to find anybody like, like Lamar Jackson, you know. So you're going to have to find a way to pay him. Come to some type of agreement. Whatever it is, I you know, gosh, it's it's going to be a lot of money, but it's hard to say he's not going to be worth it because nobody else can do what this guy does. I hope he stays healthy, man. It's history has shown you can't when you play like that. But he's he's pretty smart about it. Like he know he's and he's he's crafty. He he can avoid getting hit. He kind he knows when to go down. You know it's. Not like KJ for Arkansas, where he's essentially a dump truck, you know, back there, and he's going to take a lot of hits. Uh, L- Lamar is pretty good at avoiding the big hit. Now he's going to he's going to get his bell rung a few times, just just based on chance, you know, just it's running football. it. Yeah, you're not going to dodge everybody. There's eleven out there, and they're all coming at you. You're hard. You're hard to take down. But 11 on one, you know, it's tough to beat. <laughs> but wh- whatever it is they pay him, yeah, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be worth it. I don't know what it'll be. It'll be at 50 million. It'll, 
I think it's just the guaranteed money he's wanting, is my understanding. He just wants it guaranteed. He might settle for 50 mil, you know? Oh, it's a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money, but no, but it's a lot of talent, too. Yeah. So I he, get he's it. He's bringing in a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, okay. One surprise team. Well, I, I'm, I'm not that surprised. I'm a little surprised that they're two and one, but I figured the Jags would have been better this year. But yeah. it's looking to me a lot of comparisons early. And I get it. You know, Trevor Lawrence in year two looking like Peyton Manning in year two. Like, you know, it's too, it's too early to say that, but so far, so good, man. Yeah. I mean, num- number one pick, of course, the by that comparison, I mean, Peyton was 3-13 and 13 as a rookie, did not have a good year. Year two, yeah, 13-3. and three. And, like, already, like, okay, top-tier quarterback, here he is. You know, like, this guy's coming, and he's – it looks like he's arrived. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, big jump uh, in year two. It helps that he got a, a coach, you know, at the pro level at least. Uh, Can't believe the, they're making it without Urban, man. Yeah. Well, they replaced him with a guy that won a Super Bowl and, you know, in Philly with with Nick Foles. Not taking away from, anything away from Nick Foles. Nick Foles is excellent that yeah. postseason and then the Super Bowl. Like went toe to toe with Tom Brady and outdueled him. Like that's uh that's a big deal. But yeah, that list is really short. Yes. Yes, it is. But uh yeah, Doug Peterson, I love the hire. It I was I was surprised it took him I mean he he could have gotten he was gonna get a head coaching job eventually. But yeah, I I think the Jag situation's a good one to walk into especially with this team now uh adding christian kirk which i do regret not drafting him because he's been killing it oh he's been killing it for me on two of my teams yeah i had a chance to get him i think i went with like adam Thielen instead oh good call good call and yeah I, but <laughs> yeah i mean he had a you're decent not, week. you're not hooked on a Thielen. <laughs> okay well, not bad <laughs> Not not now. I was yeah, I have been in years past, but he had a decent week last week. But no, Christian Kirk has been killing it. And I should have known it's just Christian Kirk didn't do much at Arizona. He didn't do it. Now, granted, he had a lot around him to compete <laughs> yeah. with, but I mean I should have known because he killed Arkansas for every yeah, for three years. For like thirteen years. I swear he was in college for 175 years. Yeah, I think they let him play through his master's degree. It felt like it. It felt like Christian Kirk would get 200 yards and four touchdowns against Arkansas every year for seriously a decade. That's what it felt like. I was like, is this guy ever going to go for it? Yeah, he would break three or four tackles every play, too. Yeah, or just not get touched, you know, because you couldn't catch him. At least Arkansas couldn't anyway. So I should have known. Like, okay, this guy's got Trevor Lawrence thrown on the ball now. But I'm glad it's working out, man. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad it's turned around there for Trevor Lawrence. Like I said, uh, Clemson's my team outside of Arkansas. 
So it, it's it's good to see Trevor Lawrence doing well. Looking at his numbers, though, I did look those up last year. Rookie year, of course. Urban Myers, the coach. 59.6% completion percentage, 3,641 yards, 12 touchdowns to 17 picks. That That's still better than, like, that's better than Peyton did. I don't remember Peyton's, but it was like 28 interceptions or something. I think he had the rookie interception record. Again, it's a rookie quarterback, though. 39.1 QBR this year through three games. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 69.4% completion percentage, so basically 70% of your passes. Uh, 772 yards, six touchdowns to one pick, and a 71.1 QBR. So it looks like the Jags are on their way. Cool to see. Also, jumping to college real quick, uh, Texas is officially not back. I think it's safe to say. I, I thought that was last week's headline, but... <clears throat> Well, no, they hung, they hung with Bama, so, I mean, ESPN might as well have rolled out the Texas's back thing. But, yeah, they lose a 37-34 overtime game at Texas Tech. I did catch that because, of course, that's the game. That was the game before the Arkansas game. Yeah, just wishing it would end so we could see our kickoff on time. But Yeah, same. Uh, but, yeah, so Tex- Texas Tech winning that one. Uh, middle t- and other another noteworthy games from Saturday. Middle Tennessee beats Miami forty five thirty one. Are they Middle Tennessee or Middle Tennessee State? I, I thought they were Middle Tennessee State. I thought the state was a part of the name, but that's what I thought. But I guess they dropped it. I guess that I guess Middle Tennessee works. Probably saved them a bunch of money on printing T shirts. <laughs> I I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Five less letters every shirt, man. Just think about it. Adds up, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, I mean, they beat Miami 45-31. It wasn't like it was a close game. Three game. Yeah, it wasn't like it was a three-score game. Uh, I, I actually did not see this game, but Clemson winning uh, in double overtime against Wake Forest at Wake Forest. 40, or, yeah, I can't remember what the score, like 51-45 something, but... Yeah, DJ uh, DJ Five, Uyungale, something like that. Still can't say it. He had a, he had a good game though, from the looks of it. Yeah, at least statistically. So, Clemson still being Clemson, and of course Alabama rolled Vandy fifty-five to three, and another cupcake matchup for the Tide, which they just get every scheduling break. Every Dude, year. How long has it been since we played Vandy? I oh, I don't know, but Alabama gets. I think get like, Alabama's played Vandy like six straight years. What probably the so. They might have a rivalry trophy coming up here soon. Like that's how many times they played them in a row. Uh, they get a you lost trophy every year. Maybe. I don't know what they'd use instead of a cigar. You know, after the Vandy game, winning that one, they might come up with something. I don't know. I'm, maybe they'll they'll work on that. Greg Sankey and them will work on it. As they, who who they have next week or this this week, Utah State or something. Just being Arkansas fans and seeing Arkansas getting 
getting stiffed every year as far as the scheduling. Now I'm fine with them playing competitive games. I don't mind that, but they clearly take care of Alabama. You know, like let's let's make sure these guys have every opportunity to get to the get to the playoff. And I get it, you want the you want the king of your conference to you know, to to get to the playoff every year, make your conference some money, but man, <laughs> you get and then you give Arkansas the t- you know, the between the tenth and the toughest schedule in the country every year. It's 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 ridiculous. It's not it's not fun. It, it's not fun to watch uh from our side of it anyway. But going to the Arkansas game. Uh, quick Arkansas and A&M recap. Uh, Takeaway of that from that for me, uh, KJ's extending the ball, you know, at the goal line, or in this case, like five yards from the goal line, it seemed like. He, dude, he was over three yards away. You don't, I don't even know if you do that in junior high, man. You don't Superman it from three yards out. Yeah, you just don't, you don't do that with the ball ever. You shouldn't. And you could tell even in whatever game it was, I want to say it was the the week two game where they won, where he extended out and I think ended up score ended up scoring. But you know he almost lost it. Now I think he he was like out at the one or something, or it, it came out of his hand at the one. But as they're showing the replay, trying to determine whether or not this should be a touchback. You could kind of tell on the sideline. He's just kind of looking like what? Like he just kind of had the mannerism. Like, granted, I couldn't see what was going on or here, but he had the mannerisms of like, well, why are they checking this? I didn't do anything wrong. You know, again, speculating, but no one has clearly worked with him on that. I hope that's something we don't see moving forward. Hopefully, that this is the lesson of, hey, this is. You tuck it, like tuck yes. it and run. Yeah, if he hadn't learned his lesson from that, I don't think there's any any hope for him. Yeah. I, now, I'm the type that I have to screw up three or four times to, or more to eventually learn from my mistake. But that I should be, that's at least two. Time, yeah. Yes, that's at least two for KJ. So if he's like me, uh, ho- hopefully his fi- he's figured it out by now. And it got returned 97 yards for a touchdown, so that should count as three right there. Probably so. So, if yeah, if you're like me, KJ, the third time's a charm. Learn from it. And let's just not do that anymore. I'm, I'm thrilled he's our yeah. quarterback. Thrilled, yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled he's our quarterback. He Great plays... quarterback, just terrible lapse of uh, judgment. Yeah, just, just hang on to the... And he's so smart, like taking care of the football through the air. Yep. Like he doesn't, he doesn't turn the ball over. The one pick he's had this year was because, yeah, it was Trey Knox's fault. That's what, made right it hurt, that's what made it hurt so much worse though. It's like, we know he knows better. Yes, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And that game was, would have been completely different, but yeah. we would have showed A&M for the frauds that they are. Cause they're not a good football team. They're, just they're not. Neither team deserved to win that game. Neither team deserved to win that game Saturday. No, but even I don't if get Arkansas it, man. every every year, dude, we find some way to shoot ourselves in the foot and lose that damn game. Well, that, that's kind of been the theme from them all year. 
right? I mean, they just uh, they look great some drives. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde. Look offense. unstoppable, man. Yeah, they look. They look. They they started the game hot and then were just cold up until kind of the end of the game when they started to kind of make a comeback. Uh, even the Cam Little thing, apparently he's been like just working at kicks nonstop after practice. It's a forty-two yard kick, man. It wasn't a game. And, extend, and extended, yeah, and extended uh, post like the posts are shorter in college. That would have been probably been counted as good in a college game, but yeah, I don't know. It's just Dude, it, it, it would have been a, a judgment gimme. call at least. But yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely not a gimme. But he it the it should have never been in Cam's hands to win it. So no, it shouldn't have. But it, I don't know. He's a heck of a kicker too, but. Yeah, we love heck of a kicker, man. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't. Like Hawker was the last like real good kicker I want to say Arkansas had. Yeah, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, Cam Little's a heck of a, a heck of a ball player at that position. Uh, in other news, so yeah, good, good luck against Alabama. Hopefully, we see the Hogs show out. But in other news, Albert Pujols hits number seven hundred. Two in a uh, so, game, yeah. yeah. Two in a game. Shout out Albert hitting uh, seven hundred, uh, and in the AL got Aaron Judge going for the triple crown. Uh, so far, he's leading it. Uh, do you think? Do you think uh, he gets to sixty two? He's got like what nine games left as of tonight. Yeah, he gets to sixty two. I hope so. It'd be pretty cool to see. I'll say, uh, I will say he gets to sixty three. Okay. All right. 63. I'm also going to say 63. 64. <laughs> no, <we'll stick> <laughs> 63. no, I'm going to stick with 63. You going with 63 because that was your high school football yeah. number? Yeah. Just okay. for that reason. All right. Just curious. But that's a, I mean, that's a good guess, I would say. All right. In the NL East, this is the biggest battle up and, you know, leading up to the playoffs. Mets and Braves battling for the NL East. Mets at 97 and 57. Braves 96 and 58. One game back. And yeah, so interesting to watch right now. Uh, quick question: Have you watched any of Dahmer on Netflix? I have not, but it looks very interesting. It I'm is. Sure you'd be all over that. Evan Peters is killing it. I uh, might watch an episode tonight. Don't know if I'll have time tonight, but uh, I'm going to try to. Uh, are you going to be available Monday for podcasting? Yes, we'll have to wait till after Top Golf League, but yeah, we'll make it happen. All right, so we're probably going to have to come at y'all Monday because next Tuesday is my birthday and I got plans. But until then, we're going to be out of here. He got no plans. Uh-huh. Yeah, Till next time, y'all.